powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program where we believe James T. Kirk is the GOAT of Starship Captains. Today on the program, Krista Pusateri will be my special guest. She is establishing something called the Future Board Advisory Group. And we're going to talk to her about that. It's a peer group of like-minded and like-level professionals. It's a pretty cool idea. Can't wait for you to hear more about it. And then I'm going to have a leadership and business lesson around teams and teamwork coming up for you a little later on. That's all today on Better Than Before that's brought to you by University Subaru. And right now, when you get a new Subaru during the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to a charity in need. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. We'll be right back with Krista Pusateri on Better Than Before. The three-row Subaru Ascent. Room for up to eight passengers. Standard EyeSight driver assist technology. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus up to 27 miles per gallon. Kelly Blue Book's most trusted and best overall brand for 2020. The three-row Subaru Ascent. Join us for the Subaru Share the Love event going on now. Subaru will donate $250 to purchases or lessees selected national and hometown charities. University Subaru. Homegrown and proud of it. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Today, my special guest is Krista Pusateri, and we're going to start out with her purpose. Her purpose is to connect executives, entrepreneurs, experts, and emerging leaders to collaborate, co-create, and co-elevate as we all pioneer the virtual frontier. Over the last 15 years, she's launched three marketing companies, landed multiple six-figure roles in startups and corporate, working from home before COVID, taught college courses, broke sales and engagement records, won global sales awards, created a cyber planning practice and personal development program, and developed incredible relationships with some of the most influential leaders in technology and cybersecurity. Along her career journey, she faced unexpected personal and professional setbacks, which she chose to view as transformational experiences, fostering within her the power of resilience and an abundant mindset that empowers her to pursue what seems impossible. 
Today, she is pouring her passion for helping people live on purpose into facilitating transformational growth conversations and virtual engagement events through the Future Advisory Board community. She's currently also launching a series of women's weekend away retreats and ultimately plans to build a restorative treehouse retreat oasis for exponential entrepreneurs and executives. She's also a passionate public speaker and host of the new Securing the Future podcast, a podcast with a purpose that promotes passionate thought leaders and the causes they care about. Krista holds a Master's of Science in Management from the University of Florida and teaches as an adjunct professor on courses in entrepreneurship and creativity. She currently lives in Florida and enjoys camping, fishing, watching movies with her family and the important member of the family, the French Bulldog, Pablo. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen, my dear friend, Krista Pusateri. Krista, welcome to the show. Tony, thank you so much. I think you've told my whole story there. So you've done a wonderful job. And I am just so grateful to be on the show and to be having this conversation with you. I would think that you are tired, but I know how much boundless energy you have after reading that bio. I would think you're just tired all the time. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, well, you know, I've actually taken 2020 as a, a great time to pause. Um, partially because I was forced with my layoff of my last uh, role that I created and um, actually was able to double my income from the role prior. Uh, but that was, you know, forced me to take some time off. But I also have been just really investing in just self-care and silence and meditation and personal growth. So I am I'm cultivating the energy, but some days I just sleep a lot. So that's great, too. <laughs> you know, I was uh, just uh, talking with our mutual friend, Ted Prince, and um, uh, I asked him the question, if he could go back and give a young Ted some advice, what would it be? And he said, learn to sell. And uh, I know, mm. I know, you know, all about that, right? Because I mean, you've won global sales awards and has been, you've been everything from an outstanding sales performer to outstanding sales manager. And so, first of all, I just want to ask you, where do you put sales as far as a skill that has helped you? Oh, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I actually joined Gartner back in um 20, 2009, because I had run my own marketing company and kind of done soup to nuts in the marketing world. But what I realized was that in order to do any role, you had to really understand how to sell and not just sell a product or a service and be a sales guy or gal, but really understand how to understand people's needs and wants and desires. Um, how they make, make decisions, and how to really connect with people so that you can either influence, uh, get your idea across, sell your project, uh, or if you are you know, making sales your career, then sell a product or service or company. So yeah, it's absolutely critical, not only to people who are responsible for revenue generation, but for everybody in the professional world. 
you know, I have a client right now that I'm coaching who is just an outstanding salesperson and he's just moved into a sales manager role. And he was asking me about managing people. And I said, you want to be a good coach to your people, treat them just like you've been treating your customers, right? Ask a lot of questions, be optimistic, introduce them to the world of the possible, everything you would do to a customer, right? Yeah, no, that's great advice because I think people do put different people in different boxes or mindsets. And as a new leader, sometimes it's uh, tempting to just get out there and try to prove yourself, especially in sales. If you go from being like a top performer to then a team leader or a sales manager. So having that customer mentality is hugely important because they are your customer. Your job now is to coach them and to serve them so that they can reach the goals that you guys all reach together. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what you're putting a lot of energy in today. So you've got this advisory board community that you're running and you're facilitating it. So tell us all about it. Yeah, so the Future Advisory Board is my my baby, I guess you could say right now. It is a, a startup that I launched this year, and it's really been created to facilitate professional and personal uh, growth and development courses that are engaging executives, entrepreneurs, experts, and emerging leaders coming together to focus on really living on purpose and kind of as COVID has forced us to blur the lines between home and work and family and really look at our lives holistically, uh, the Future Advisory Board is a, a conscious community created to help uh, create coaching culture. So there's a lot of C's in there. And as you read my bio, people may be spinning with all of the C words um, that come together. But what I found is there is really alliteration and there are these um, kind of signs along the way as you develop your purpose path and as you invest in your own personal growth journey which, you know, as a coach yourself, I'm sure you can attest to that as well. You bet. So take us in inside uh, what happens. I Let's say I'm a member of the advisory board community. So what am I going to experience then? What happens? Yeah, so the, the future advisory board is about inventing and securing the future. So my philosophy is that all of us as human beings, we are on the forefront of thought and our thoughts are what are creating our reality. So inside the future advisory board, we come together as a community um, in weekly coaching calls, which are uh, sounding boards where everyone can show up, they can share their wins, they can share their challenges, they can just be kind of human beings, um, but they are, have a common thread that uh, right now I have been facilitating and launching this group with um, chief information officers and IT executives who are responsible for really innovating and adapting and being resilient in these times or they're in transition looking for their next role. So the community is there as a space 
to really connect to each other, um, be matched with a peer, to have uh, a partner and a peer coach along the journey, and then also to support and um, the word I really love, which uh, came from Keith Ferrazzi and Leading Without Authority, his book, um, which I've also interviewed him for part of my course in personal development, uh, is Co-Elevate. It is really just being each other's cheerleaders and um, lifting each other up when we have disappointments or things don't go the way that we had hoped or, you know, a global pandemic hits, you know, whatever that is, you have people who understand you, who are there to help you and then can help kind of form the basis of your own uh, ecosystem and community, team, tribe, uh, really the people that you're you're bringing into your life to help support you in achieving your goals and objectives. So you live in beautiful, sunny Fort Myers, Florida, but all your meetings are virtual, right? I mean, you have members from all over. It's a global community, right? It is. It's just starting right now. So our founding members are actually in Southern California, which is fun. So I have my West Coast crew over there um, really is the pioneering group. Uh, So we started out with a 12-week journey that went through this 12-step process that I've built over the last five years in my own journey. And then from there, we've extended through the end of the year, and we come together once a month for a two-hour sharing circle. And really what I've learned, Tony, is people really appreciate that opportunity to be seen, to be heard, and to share what they know, this kind of hard-fought and hard-won knowledge that we've got battle scars from, you know, through this time and really just coming together virtually um, on topics like time management or like uh, progress with diversity and inclusion. Uh, and then in 2021, we're going to translate that 12-week program to a 12-month program. So every month we will have a specific area of focus. We'll show up and we'll have our sharing circles. We'll have our group coaching, founding boards, and then you have a peer coach, really a support system to guide you through your own purpose journey. You know, I, um, I've done a lot of virtual coaching this year um, because of the pandemic, of course. But do you do anything unique or different or special because it is virtual? Uh, or is it not really that much different than a regular two-hour meeting? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, on the sharing circles, we can do some breakouts, which we do half of the sharing circle. We have some guests speakers that bring in different perspectives and we just have this conversation executives tend to like to just have you know regular conversations um and then we break out into smaller groups what i what i'm working to do is to do more innovation for 2021 around incorporating um virtual retreat experience platform uh, more polling which We can do polling in the community, which is part of the uh, differentiation as well as facilitating that online collaboration that can continue well after the calls um, that start on the, you know, on the virtual meetings. You know, this summer I uh, participated in a 
in a um, conference that was started. It started on Friday afternoon after lunch, and it lasted until the end of day Sunday. And they requested that all of us facilitators and speakers be there for the whole thing. And I'll tell you, two and a half days is a long time to be on a virtual conference. So I bet two hours in comparison probably flies by. Yeah, two hours does fly by. And it's difficult to get when, you know, a lot of these executives are on Zoom calls from sometimes 5 a.m. to, you know, 8 p.m. So I'm grateful for that time that they share and they're grateful as, um, you know, as some members have said, it's kind of cathartic for them. Uh, but the the weekend retreat, I'm actually launching my first one um, coming up in December. And to that point, uh, we'll have a lot of just, you know, quick exercises and coming together through the platform, but then, you know, movement and um, taking your own personal time so you're not sitting in front of the computer or your phone the whole time, encouraging, you know, different workspaces and trying different things as you're getting creative in your own planning process. So it's an experiment. Um, We're all perpetual newbies as we uh, pioneer this virtual frontier. So um, I'm curious to hear from you too, Tony, like what are some of the engaging or innovative or differentiating um, exercises or, you know, features that you've seen as you've done these coaching programs? Well, I, th- I think it's important to, at least what I have found is to make this, is to segment it up, right? Like maybe target 15 segments. So you got in two hours, you've got eight, 15 segments, you got four each hour. So it, you don't settle into one thing for a real long time. It's always moving forward, you know, and people are, you know, people are prepared and they're, they come knowing that we're going to fly through this thing, you know, and, uh, I, I think that's what I think is most successful. I mean, two hours is, uh, is good. How many people are in your group right now? Yeah, so in the community and in the you know initial course, we started with 30 members, oh, and wow. our sharing circles are small. Um, you know, five, six to on the monthly calls, we have you know up to 20, so they're very intimate, um, which is part of the appeal as well. You bet. Yeah, I was just gonna say that 30 is a almost perfect number, I think. And then when you break out into smaller groups, that that's just gold, you know. And I know that one thing I know about you, Krista, is that you you don't fail. So you're going to make this work, and it's going to be successful. And I know it's going to help a whole lot of people. I'm I'm sure that they also enjoy the connection uh, with other people who may be experiencing some of the same things they themselves are. Um, peers, you know, like to learn from other peers, especially if they're A players. Absolutely. And, you know, working with executives and helping them collaborate over the last 10 years, that's been the core theme of my career has been facilitating, promoting, encouraging, connecting people for peer collaboration because we all are on this journey together, but we all have different, you know, superpowers and strengths. And then we all have these 
blind spots and weaknesses and you can learn so much in a conversation in 30 minutes that give you just the seeds to go and do your own exploration and come back and then form your own opinions and then all of these conversations, all of these people become a part of you and a part of your story and your success. That's cool. It's like going to the all-star game once a month, you know, <laughs> pretty awesome. Absolutely. You're playing with all yeah, these people at the same level, you know? Yeah. And then that's where the, you know, ideas spark and the innovation and the fun stuff happens. So like for 2021, my passion is really, you know, shifting more towards the bigger picture and how do we solve some of these global goals uh, that the UN has put out? How do we do more to give and to really connect at a deeper level and promote just positivity and inclusion and just the, the beauty of human nature? How do we as leaders really define what we stand for and our own personal philosophies and principles and paradigms and use that to write our stories? These are the things that I get excited about. And once you build that level of trust and you've got kind of a common foundation language um, program and some guidance and space, then I can't wait to see, you know, what can come out of that, what kind of joint ventures or collaborations or new products, or, you know, I have, you know, movie script ideas or virtual reality program uh, that I, I want to build a, a community that can collaborate and co-create and crowdsource within itself. Absolutely. I mean, you've got me all excited. So, um, listen, so now you've decided also, uh, that you're going to do some special getaway retreats for women. So tell me a little bit about what's in your heart about this. Yeah. So I, um, you know, I've been through high pressure environments in corporate and running my own business. Um, burnout is uh, a real challenge and problem, especially in cybersecurity, especially in technology. There's so much pressure and expectation that uh, I think women especially put on themselves. So that's uh, part of it when I uh, facilitated the Global CISO Executive Summit for Evanta, which is now part of Gartner again. I brought together uh, female CISOs for a, a collaboration and, you know, private event there. And it really sparked to this passion um, for bringing women together and, sh and just seeing the, the change in energy and that level of trust and comfort that they can get by really uh, establishing those relationships back to that collaboration and co-elevation. Um, I think since, you know, really wanting to launch these women's retreats, I've also really engaged with a lot of men, um, given that it is uh, technology, many of the people in the future advisory board are men as well. So I'm actually going to be opening it up to have some of the retreats be men and women, um, maybe do a family one really see how it evolves with the community, what the needs are, and how we can uh, best facilitate an experience that people are walking away from energized with clarity of purpose and 
really know what they're going to be tackling in their next chapter. Yes, I'm. I was trying to look up a statistic as you were talking there, and um, I can't find it right now. But it was talking about how the biggest killer in business today is heart attacks brought on by stress and pressure. Like that is, it's almost like epidemic in business today. Now that was before the pandemic. And more and more, I, I don't know if it's more stressful working from home or if it's more stressful at the office, but I mean, you're exactly right on. I mean, something to help with relieve some of that would be uh, awesome. Yeah, and, and it's not only, it depends on your environment. So if you have kids at home who are taking school from home, you're being a teacher and a mother or a father and you know, trying to focus on your job that, you know, can be nearly impossible some days. Uh, or if you've got, you know, maybe you're single and now you have, you know, more engagement and interactions. So it could be really empowering for you. So there, it really affects different people in different ways. But uh, taking the time out to really focus on yourself to kind of be selfish for a weekend and focus on what you know, lights you up, what in, in energizes you and, and really um, learn different techniques to help you power through, whether it's breathing or morning routine exercises or yoga or meditation, um, mindfulness, all of these things are what we weave into it. And then each of the retreats, like in the spring, it'll be really focused on, you know, who you are and rejuvenating your personal brand. Um, maybe that means you want to get kind of an extreme makeover and um, new professional shots and really liven up your uh, personal brand uh, virtually and physically. Uh, or maybe you're good in that area and you want to focus on the specifics of building out your team and your tribe, whatever it is that's important to you to really get that refresh and that rejuvenation. That's where we're going to start in March. You know, I've, I've noticed um, just the last month or two, uh, especially in Fortune 500 companies where the amount of female CEOs has been woefully small, um, that now we're starting to see more and more like Sirius XM radio just named their uh, next CEO. It's going to be a female and uh, another one or two, I think Dick sporting goods just uh, announced that their next CEO is, is going to be a woman. Uh, what are some things as a former uh, really successful person who made it up some corporate rungs of the ladder what what are a couple of things that you could tell women about advancing in the workplace today? Yeah, so my journey um, has been more like the uh, the jigsaw, uh, which uh, a peer of mine described to me as you know your your career kind of goes forward to go real fast, and then it, it comes back, and when it comes back, it hurts. Uh, so, but then you keep going and it gets easier. So I, I don't know that I'd call my, my journey an ascent uh, up the ladder, but that being said, um, I've learned a lot of really hard lessons and uh, really have shifted my own mindset and grown 
personally and professionally from them. So my advice is, you know, really pay attention to yourself and your balance and your intuition and how you're feeling about, you know, your, your role in the workplace and at home and in your own skin. Um, I know I spent a lot of time agonizing and being really hard on myself, trying to be a perfectionist, but um, pretend I wasn't a perfectionist and then go way overboard and burn out. And, you know, I ended up getting fired from my sales manager uh, role. Um, and it was heartbreaking. It was devastating. It was because I was burnt out and I was off balance. And I ended up you know, drinking too much at an event, a work event where I was supposed to be a leader. And that was as a female leader, you know, that is not the typical norm. It's usually, you know, the other way around, or there's, you know, there are different norms that you have in the workplace. I learned a lot of what not to do through that experience. And then um, really just I hope to be a, an example and help other people learn from that lesson before they have to live through it. That being said, it also was a huge, huge shift in my own, you know, humility and spiritual growth and really prioritizing what's really important in life. So it's a lesson that, you know, I wouldn't take back. Yeah, I think um, I don't really know how to put it, but it- a lot of times when we need to make adjustments and maybe we're paying attention to a lot of things that really don't need to be paid attention to, uh, or we're overstressing over things that really don't matter and we really need to make adjustments and we put it off and put it off and put it off. The universe has a way of adjusting it, uh, for us. Right. And then we, we're going to, we're going to learn the lesson one way or the other, I think. Right. And so uh, you have, you have done a fantastic job of learning whatever lesson you needed to learn and uh, doing these things you're doing now, which I want to also ask you about this dream that you have of building this retreat uh, location. Yeah. So thank you. And, um, you know, the retreat, uh, property is called Treatum. And, you know, I, I was raised by hippies had an alternative lifestyle growing up. I was born in a bus. I lived in a teepee. I lived in a clothing optional resort for a while as a kid, um, which was a whole different experience. So, Uh, This idea of kind of being in nature and uh, connected to nature, connected to each other is foundational to my parents and how we were raised. I completely rebelled against that and kind of put myself through college and joined the corporate world and, you know, tried to live in denial of this, um, you know, foundation. And now I'm, I'm, just pulling them together. I um, have dreams of this, building this kind of oasis for exponential entrepreneurs and executives, um, emerging leaders, bringing them together in the trees, which connected by rope bridges, having um, also on the water so you can have houseboats if you prefer the water. Uh, But it's really just learning together, coming together for uh, retreats, whether they're spiritual and and yoga and wellness uh, retreats or 
you know, very serious kind of corporate planning, team building, really coming to figure out what your vision is for that next chapter ahead. It's all in this physical space. And that's kind of what the future advisory board uh, also will, you know, feed into having this virtual space as well as a physical space. And then that being a birthplace of all sorts of innovation, uh, sustainable development, regeneration, really the, the ideas and the solutions that we need as we shift and change and um, pioneer this virtual frontier. Well, you went from belly button to button down, right? So that's kind of cool. I love your vision. What's the what's the kind of time frame in your head to build the retreat location? Yeah, so it shifted and pivoted this year. I actually um, had it. My goal was to break ground in 2020, and I uh, had an opportunity to purchase an island. I had a contract on it. An island? And, um, an island, oh, yeah, my. a 62-acre island in Florida to oh, start building this year. And I um, I also am uh, you know, going through a divorce and I am launching a business and realized that I have this poster in my house that says there's more to life than increasing its speed, a Gandhi quote. So I had to kind of take a step back and say, okay, freedom is, you know, what I'm building up to. I want to really lay the foundation in a way that I can have, you know, low risk, high reward and make sure I have the right team and ecosystem in place to do it um, rather than essentially putting everything into it. So I've extended that out within the next 10 years, I will have it built, um, but I want to build the community and have other people on the team. So it's not just my vision, but it is truly a conscious community of change makers who are, are leading the evolution of the world. You might be my hero now. I mean, I, I, I've known I've known of people who have islands, but I've never really known anyone who has an island. So that's pretty cool, Krista. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, Tony, it's like anything in life. Once you put your focus on it and you start to think about, you know, what do you want, and you build it out, these things appear. This island, sixty-two acres, was only three hundred thousand dollars. So when you think about that, owning an island's not really that far out of a range uh, for a lot of people who may think it's impossible today. Well, I don't care. I still I don't know anybody who owns an <laughs> island, so I'm I'm thor uh, I'm thoroughly impressed. Well, listen, I've got a well, list. We'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got a list of closing questions that I like to ask every guest who comes on the program. So. These are kind of rapid fire. First thing comes to mind, okay? Yeah, absolutely. What is the best memory that immediately comes to mind for you? Oh, wow. Um, I would say having my second daughter and being in the birthing center with my husband, my older daughter, and um, our, our youngest daughter, and just having this kind of complete family uh, that is the first one that came to mind. That's awesome. Who's the number one hero in your life? Mm, my husband. Um, 
I, I mentioned earlier, we're getting a divorce, but we've been through this journey together for 17 years, and he is the most loyal and um, caring and loving and giving person that I've ever known. So he's uh, still my hero and uh, inspires me every day. What's the top value you subscribe to? Mm. Personal accountability and, and being the change that you wish to see. Who's the most important person in your life? Mm. Uh, that would be my family, um, all, all three of them. Yeah. So, and Pablo, I mean. Yeah, and Pablo. In there, too. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing? Ooh. Um my gosh <laughs> that's a really hard one tony my favorite thing in the world yep. uh, life gosh everything about it <laughs> what's your favorite food um creamy spicy shrimp from uh this little place in gainesville florida that no longer exists oh. but giant big battered golf shrimp with a spicy creamy glaze yeah, I like it. It's, uh, what's the most beautiful place you've ever been to? Um, probably Costa Rica um, or, yeah, the Pinca Bella Vista Treehouse Retreat Resort in Costa Rica. How do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered for inspiring uh, exponential leaders to live abundant lives and, and help really shift the the change of um, from destructive to abundant to uh, empowering people and really living on purpose and being an inspiration to as many people as possible. If you could describe success in one word, what would the word be? If you could go back and talk to a young Krista and give her some advice, what would it be? Mm, believe in yourself. Quit, um, <laughs> quit beating yourself up and really invest in relationships and people first. What uh, What's your favorite sound? Um, <clears throat> my uh, my husband wrote me many songs, so the uh, the songs on the CD are my favorite songs. And finally, what's the best lesson you've learned? <laughs> when you have faith in yourself, when you believe in yourself. Um, it sounds so cliche. Uh, actually, pretty much every cliche thing your parents said to you is probably true. But when you actually believe yourself in yourself, life is magic. So Krista Pusateri has been my special guest. Excellent conversation. Tell everybody how to find out more about you, how uh, to, to learn more about the Future Advisory Board and, and all that stuff. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate the uh, opportunity. And really, LinkedIn is my primary uh, platform for uh, connecting. So you can look me up there. It's 
P-U-S-A-T-E-R-I. Um, also at KristaPusateri.com. And um, feel free to connect with me. I'm happy to help you along your journey and would love to collaborate if it makes sense for us to do so. Thank you so much, Tony. You know what? I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I always enjoy our conversations, and um, I'm so glad we could record one so everyone else could enjoy it too. So thank you. Uh, Thank you for what you do. I appreciate you. Come on back. Come on back and visit with us again sometime, okay? Absolutely. All right, stand by. I've got a leadership and business lesson for you next on Better Than Before. The three-row Subaru Ascent. Room for up to eight passengers. Standard EyeSight driver assist technology. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus up to 27 miles per gallon. Kelly Blue Book's most trusted and best overall brand for 2020. The three-row Subaru Ascent. Join us for the Subaru Share the Love event going on now. Subaru will donate $250 to purchases or lessees selected national and hometown charities. University Subaru. Homegrown and proud of it. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. I'm Tony Richards, and all through December, I'm teaching leadership lessons here on the show about teams, teamwork, executive teams. And today I want to talk to you about the five types of people you need to avoid having on your team, if at all possible. Now, for years, I've been on some really great teams. I've played on teams, I've led teams, managed teams, and I've also hired teams of people to consult with or subcontract projects with. So I've managed to learn a lot about teams over the years. And one of the things that I constantly stress in every program or seminar or coaching that I teach is who you surround yourself with is the most important decision you'll ever make. And no matter how you apply it, it's true and it's real. It matters who you marry because not just because you're marrying them, you're also surrounding yourself with several others because family is vitally important. It matters who your friends are because who you surround yourself with typically determines your consistency of thought and action Plus, your level of disclosure about your personal thoughts and feelings is higher among people you trust. How they respond to your disclosure is key. Will it be truthful and honest, uplifting and encouraging, supportive and understanding? Are the people you're surrounding yourself with as friends going the same direction you want to go with your life, or are they going a different direction? So you can see how important this is, right? Who you surround yourself with is the most important decision you will ever make. So now when you're building your team for your business, your department, your task force, or special project, 
Let me help you by providing you a few thoughts to consider about who you might want to avoid having on your team. The first group that I will pull from, I call the constant reminders. You know these folks because your two most used words with them will be, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget to turn in your report, don't forget to call so-and-so, don't forget we need you there by nine. These are constant reminder people, and they're going to do anything and everything for you as long as you remind them enough times. And after enough reminders, they'll probably do it or be there, but they'll probably be 15 or 20 minutes later than they were supposed to be. Or they will help with your project, but you'll have to explain every single detail about how to do the job assignment more than one time. The constant reminder people will almost always tempt you to want to just forget getting help and do it all yourself. But that would be a wrong mistake. You need a good team to help you. Next group are the casual behaviors. The essential power of intention. Ask this powerful question. What's your intention on this project or task? If the answer is, I don't know, well, you're in trouble. I can tell you right now. People have to have clarity of purpose and clarity of what you're trying to accomplish. If they don't, they'll just be casually along for the ride. They'll just sip coffee and make great conversation, but they won't accomplish much. It's kind of funny, but a lot of people typically really enjoy the casual behavior. They don't produce much in their area except interesting conversation. Have you ever walked into an event or a hotel and when you're staying there, you know, and two people who are supposed to be working and greeting you are in the middle of a conversation and you felt like you were interrupting by just coming through? Or maybe you're at a, a big box store like Best Buy and there's 14 people in Best Buy uh, uniforms standing around talking and you're standing there wondering which microwave you should buy. That's what I mean by casual behavior. And we see it way more than we notice or realize until we need them to help us with something, right? Another group is the resume builders. They want to be on your team for just enough time to build their resume and move on to something better. Now, this is going to cost you some money. It's going to cost money when you have employee turnover. I recently read some research that states it costs an employer about $15,000 when they lose an employee. Of course, then a new, a new recruiting and onboarding process starts for the replacement. And go back to the intention question. What is your intention as far as working here? Now, I know what you're thinking. They're not going to tell you the truth, right? Well, they will not tell you the truth for sure unless you ask. And you can read a lot of body language and intention based on the answer. In addition, you're not just still doing one interview. You need assessments. You need confirmation from other people. You need people who are committed to you as the leader, not just a resume builder. Another group, this is the fourth group of people, the unhappy people. I've never understood why someone would continue to go to a company for 5, for 10, for 15, for 20 years and leave mad every day. It's insanity. Yet we know people like that, don't we? Every day or every week, the same complaints about the same things just keep rolling on. If someone went to the same restaurant every day and each time they left, they complained about the food, we would just step up and say, hey, why don't you go somewhere else and eat, right? That makes logical sense but we don't apply that same common sense in our organizations. Why? I don't know. I wish I had the answer. 
you know, if they had been unhappy for quite some time, chances are good they aren't going to change that anytime soon. And the fifth group of people is the agreeable folks. You don't want the folks who are just going to agree with you on every single thing. We've called them yes people, right? A yes man or a yes woman. People who don't agree with you can be the best thing for you. Remember, my friends, the point earlier in the post that I said, if you have friends who support you no matter what you do, they're really not good friends. You need friends and supporters who will tell you the truth no matter what. Some of this will come in the form of disagreement. If disagreement ruffles you some, that might be a place to further your leadership development and your character development as well. I've sat in staff meetings where everyone on the executive team waits for the CEO to talk so they'll know which way the wind's blowing, so they'll know how to support or how to get along or, or whatever. I constantly tell my clients, you talk last. You talk last. Let the team members go first. That's when we're more likely to get the real deal, right? If you decide to continue on with your course of action, that's perfectly fine, but just know You've placed people around you who are as competent or more competent than you, so they deserve to be heard. And that's all most good, good team members want, is they want to be heard. But what you don't want is for them to just constantly be going, yes, boss, yes, boss, that's right, boss. I was thinking the same thing, boss. You don't want that. You want them to be able to express themselves in a truthful and reality-based way. Well, that's our show today. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. And right now, when you get a new Subaru during the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to a charity in need. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can sign up for our Monday morning memo. It's easy. Just go to our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. It's right there on the front page. All we need is your name and email address, and you're set to receive big ideas, an article, and a key question in your inbox every week on Monday morning. It's the Monday morning memo direct from me to you. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4 and you can follow our company at ClearVisionDEV. On behalf of our associate producer, Whitney Coker, and chief producer, William Foster, I'm Tony Richards, reminding you everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.